0: And welcome to A Girl in Sweaty Spandex. I'm Lauren Treslow, and I'm here to be real and break down the impossible standards of women while turning up the positivity and self-love. Today, let's dive into all things. It's a broad topic today, guys. We're going to talk about making and creating our future, but also kind of looking at the nitty-gritty of the numbers and what that means, I guess, for women specifically and goal setting, and how we fall short, but how we can, can make sure that we don't. So, I mean, who do we want to be in 10 years? You know, what do you want your life to look like? And I'm focusing, obviously, on girls and women, because that's what I do. But I want to make sure that we feel like we have a solid future and that we feel like we are in control of that future thinking outside the box a little bit, you know, dreaming big dreams, feeling like we're not stuck in some box. And I I feel like I've alluded to all of that in many different podcasts, but it really, I just kind of wanted to put a bow on it. I brought the Fiscal Feminist on the podcast a few months ago, and her, I know I've said it a bunch of times, but her her one liner that stuck with me so much was divorce and death do not discriminate and i have just seen that out in my world many times lately and it's just it's kind of crazy and so i think it's important to talk about i think we need to know our numbers and having and having really good grasp and knowledge on what's going on in our, in our household. So when I first started the big plan in my planners, you know, it was, it was more like, okay, like long-term, what do you want to look at goal-wise? And mine has really kind of shifted. The me plan has become this, this love affair with yourself and how you can do self-care and, and how you can take, take care of yourself mentally and physically. And my big plan really, really has become financial future as well as, you know, miscellaneous growth opportunities personally, you know, like leadership-wise or work-wise, things that you need to plan out. So I give this example in when I do like my corporate speaking stuff. You know, if you want to be CEO of this company one day, you can't that can't be in your weekly plan. Like, oh, I'm going to be CEO. It has That has to be well thought out and you, okay, what steps do I need to make to become the CEO in five years, in 10 years, whatever it may be. We can't just snap our fingers and do it. That's the difference between the me plan and the big plan. Obviously, if that's fulfilling, yes, being the CEO would fulfill you and make you happy and all the things. But it's that long-term like, gosh, I got, I really have a lot of things that I need to get in order in my house, you know, to, to get there. There's also fun things on the big plan, you know. You want to take a big trip with your family. Same thing. It's not like one day you you get up and you can spend buku's of money on some big trip that you've been dying to take your family on. It's something you have to plan out, set aside, all the things. So – how do we set goals and how do we attain them especially these long-term goals that that are really looking far out because research suggests that 92% of people who set goals fail to achieve them. Unfortunately, setting goals is the first step. Following through and achieving them is often the hard part. It's crucial to create attainable, specific and realistic goals. So this came from, you know, some some study that I found online. Now, That last part, I'm like, "Mm, yes, realistic goals in the immediate, like the bite-sized pieces. I love to talk about bite-sized pieces. But your big goal can be scary, but you need to believe that you can do it. And that's that, that mental piece of the confidence. I was talking to somebody the other day about what she wanting to open a business, and I said, you have to believe that you can do it. Don't you know, put it out there. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to create this business. I'm going to, I'm going to own it, love it. And I'm going to be successful. And then what are the tiny steps and realistic goals to get there? Long-term goals. It says in the same study require time and planning. There's not something that you can do in this week or even this year. It usually takes 12 months or longer to achieve. So when we talk about these big long-term goals, where, where do you start? You know? How do you even begin to create this, this big plan for yourself? And I think that you really have to you, you have to create a little time for yourself. So sit down, schedule a time. just you. Quiet room, With your thoughts, okay, who do I want to be in 10 years? What categories do I want to look at? You know, my categories here they are. So, this is what I have. I'm going to just kind of paint the picture for you. I have created a spreadsheet that I then can put in, you know, like this is long term planning. So, I have all my little fun tidbits in my planner, the big chunk, but this is the nitty gritty deep dive, like specific numbers. And at the top, it has year one, year three, year five, year eight, year 10. And it says, you know, Treslow Circus, 10 year plan. <laughs> y'all, you know, it's a circus. And then I put in, I, I like this too. I put in my age My kids' age, or I guess me and my husband, because we're the same age. Um, So it says, you know, age 40, age eleven, eight, eight, 8, 8, and 6. Like, that's how old everybody is this year. And then if you look 10 years from now, oh my, Mama Bear will be 50. (laughs) Peyton will be 21. The twins will be 18, and Gunnar will be 16. Wow, won't that be a year? (laughs) that is a lot of big birthdays. Wow. That's pretty cool. That, I mean, goodness, I didn't even realize that. And that is, that will be really awesome. So anyways, here I have the ages and then I have different things that are specific to me, like my different renewals for my bar three studios. Then I have, and I color code them. So then like what debt do I have you know, whether it's a house or, you know, b- the big debt pieces. Then I have, you know, what kind of passive income can I create? You know, I've start- I bought a commercial real estate building and stuff like that. So, you know, the plan, I guess the name of the game in retirement is not to work forever. And so that passive income is also an important piece of my plan. Then I have projects on mine. Those are big projects and what I want that to look like and what I want that to look like at the end of the day when we retire. Now, obviously, say you're sitting here and you're listening and you're 21. Retirement is not what you were thinking about at all. And honestly, you know, at 40, it's, you know, I'm not quite, I'm not quite there yet. But you can create these categories in any way that you want. And sometimes it's hard to look at, like, I don't know, what do I want in 10 years? This document can change. It really can. The next thing I have is savings. Like, what, what kind of different, you know, buckets of money do I want to have saved? And that includes, you know, maybe for another building or maybe I love construction, maybe for different projects in construction. Um, I have kids. Here's my kids' accounts. So how am I going to get them to college? How am I going to pay for all these weddings, braces, cars? That's a lot of big expenses for four kids. And I have to make sure on my big plan that I feel like I am mapping that out and putting money aside. For me personally, it helps me to put money aside without even seeing it. <laughs> like, I don't want to see it. It goes from my paycheck directly into certain accounts to make sure that it is automatically going there and I don't even have to think about it. For me, that's how that works. And I have different goals in each year of where we are for each kid to make sure that we can fund those, those big pieces of life, including when they're all, oh my gosh, that year is so crazy. That'll be a fun year. 21, 18, 16, and 50. Woo. Okay. The next thing is, is more like kind of big personal, you know, and growth goals for myself in business. So, you know, if you look at my 10 year plan a few years ago, not a few years ago, last year, (laughs) it was launch the podcast. And so here we are, I put it in writing, I saw it, it had, I can see it right now. It says launch in all caps with a big exclamation point. That was something I wanted to do. You know, my team kept telling me like, we need to do this. We need to do this. But it obviously, I needed to sit down and map it out. And I have to plan and prep for each podcast. But that is really something that our team wanted to happen. And so I needed to put it on my plan because it wasn't just an overnight, let me just start a podcast the next day. And then like my speaking, that's something else that's big on my personal goals. Or I'll put you know, different educational things. I'm really big on keep learning and growing business changes at a quick rate. Or it could be, I mean, that is really, it's something that fuels your fire and something that makes you learn and grow, but it takes a little more planning, a little more time and, and resources, financial resources too. So that is something that goes on my big plan. And then there's miscellaneous, you know, you can always have like little miscellaneous and then I put at the bottom, trust low party of two, <laughs> not party of six. So what about trust low party of two do I want us to do that's long term? You know, when you have a bunch of kids, well, if you have any kids, you know, you can't just like go and take these trips and connect the two of you all the time. You know, you have little people that you're in charge of. And so mapping that out and make sure that we are taking that time to, to do something for us and make sure we're fueling and putting time and love and energy into our marriage. So when we look at this big plan, I want you to really sit down and I want you to think about all the aspects of who you want to be in 10 years and really don't sell yourself short. I mean, I had people telling me left and right from the very beginning that my dream was not attainable. I know I've told y'all before, people told me, I mean, all the banks, no, like it took me a lot of, a lot of no's to get to that yes, to take out that first loan for my studio. And, you know, it, people around me with the kids, as many kids as we were having, like, oh my gosh, why, you need to like slow down, don't open any more businesses. There was a lot a lot of no's. And I think I've said it before. Nobody ever said that to my husband when we were having all those kids, and he did the national, you know, he does the National Guard and he has, owns a small business. And I want us to remember that who determines what your dreams are? Don't let other outside influence and chatter influence this document or who you want to be at all. And I'm not saying that your spouse or your husband, like, doesn't get a say in this. I feel like sometimes we just let somebody take the driver's seat. It's like one or the other in the relationship of the of your financial future or these big kind of big things in life. But don't let that happen because it tends to be, it really does tend to be women. And you need a say in what goes on and you need a grasp and an understanding of where you want to be financially and when you want to retire or what when you want to get that big job or or where you're moving just as much as the other partner in your marriage. We wanna we wanna get out of that box of people saying, Well, you should just be this and do this. And I do feel like we let a little piece of, you know, the historical facts determine our future as well. It's, it's still that mentality of June Cleaver, like this is our role, this is what we're supposed to do, but it's 2024 and it's okay to want to have a say in this. It's okay to not want to wake up and be like, oh my gosh. I I didn't know we didn't have any money or I didn't know, you know, there's just, I'm just telling you, I've seen it a lot lately and it it is just kind of, it's kind of terrifying. (laughs) Because last week there was a career day in a middle school in my, in my town. And one of the girls, one of the girls that's been with me at bar three for years, it was since the beginning her daughter wanted to job shadow me. I'm like, absolutely. Would be happy to. So I had a, I had a busy day that day. It was a Friday and we started, I was like, well, I got a meeting, um, with Lululemon at 7 30 AM and then we got to do some pictures and then we have to, then I got to go teach. And, you know, it was like one thing after the other. And, you know, this sweet little angel baby, she is in middle school at and 730, and she lives probably 40 minutes away, 30 minutes away. She, obviously, it was an early morning for her. And I just was like, okay, here we go. Next, next. I made her take my class, you know, all the things that I had to do. And at one point, we were sitting at lunch, and she said, I said, well, what would your friends do? Like, what do they do for, for career day today?" And she said, Oh, well, most of them just said they were going to be a stay at home mom and they just stayed home and slept in. I mean, y'all, it made my blood boil. Now, listen, my mom stayed at home. Stay at home mom is an awesome job. I did it with Peyton when she first was born. It is nothing about the stay at home mom, it is the fact that can you be a stay at home mom (laughs) right out of college? When you're not married and you have no kids? The answer would be no. <laughs> that is not plausible unless I guess you are independently wealthy. <laughs> I was so upset because we are setting our girls up for failure that, oh, well, this is what you're supposed to do or this is what you need to do. You can, you can do anything you want to. That is the message. You want to be a stay-at-home mom? Yes. You want to be a lawyer? Yes. Do you want to be a doctor? Yes. Whatever whatever makes you feel fulfilled, but letting them on career day sleep in or one of her friends just, they went to the beach. I mean, I, I just died inside. I really, I really did. So step one, we're going to move on from that. <laughs> Step one, who do you want to be in 10 years? Who is that person? Step two, pick the categories on what you want to track through your decade, which, you know, I kind of gave you an example of my different categories that I look at. Step three, put goals around each category and break them down into bite-sized pieces that seem attainable. I like to work backwards. What do I want in 10 years? And specific numbers. Like I have specific numbers. I want X amount in each kid's college account. I want X amount in each kid's wedding fund, except Gunner. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Who knows? I want, you know, X amount to buy a retirement home or, you know, whatever. I have very specific numbers of what I want at that age 50, and then I'm going to work backwards. What do I need to do in the next five years to get to that? And in mine, I actually did 10, 8, 5, 3, 1, just because I needed a little more buffer in there to kind of get there. I I also have some renewals that come up. So you you can also map out those years a little bit differently if you want, but go backwards. And then what do you need to do in the next year to get all the way to that point? Twice a year, I want you to check in with yourself. I want you to set a meeting in a quiet space and, and do the work. Review it. Analyze it. What are you hitting? What are you not? Do you need to tweak? And then write down like I have a little, a little um, row that also has like what, I, what did I hit that year? Like I'm not going to erase my goals but what did I hit, what were my actuals, and then you have it all kind of on one sheet. Don't schedule over it, though. This is an important document for you and where you want to be and what, who you want to be. Don't schedule over it. Confidence here and belief in yourself is really crucial. I want you to think about all the no's that I've gotten, and I just said, you know, f you. Who cares? Have confidence in yourself that you can do it. Believe that you are capable, and make make this an important message with your kids too. I told i've I've told y'all about. I feel like girls over the years, these little pieces of confidence get broken off as they look in the world and see, oh, there's not a woman doing that. And I thought, then they just think, well, I guess I can't do that. Help them to understand that they can. That's the only way we're going to continue to move forward. And then surround yourself with people that believe in you that celebrate your dreams, celebrate your victories, that is so important to have people around you that you are like, gosh, they really have my back and they really, they want me to succeed. Because that's going to help us all get further with those big dreams. Y'all, thanks for spending time with me today. I would love for you to leave here and take time for yourself to make yourself a big plan. It's who you are and what you want to do in the next decade of life. And remember that you are beautiful, you are strong, and you are enough. And I will see you next time.